This is a podcast by The Business Times. The Straits Times Index opened the trading week up 0.6% at 3,130 points following Wall Street's rally last Friday. Fixed-rate mortgages in Singapore hurtled towards 3%. China's May industrial profits slump again, despite easing COVID-19 curbs. Asian markets rally fizzle as inflation fears return at the midweek. U.S. stocks fall as S&P 500 concludes the worst first half since 1970, and European shares suffer the worst quarter since the pandemic hit of early 2020. It's Friday, the 1st of July. Welcome to Market Focus, a weekly look at market drivers and movements from the Business Times. I'm podcast editor Clarissa Montero. The week to close the first half 2022 saw Wall Street's main indexes opening higher after a slide in commodity prices, allayed concerns on inflation and raised expectations of the Federal Reserve going moderate with its aggressive policy tightening. The Dow Jones Industrial Average on Monday rose 32 points, or 0.1%, at the open to 31,533 points. In Singapore, the Straits Times Index started the week up 0.6%. By the midweek, however, the US dollar faltered after sharp gains on Tuesday and gold inched down. A drop in June US consumer confidence dampened investor sentiment amid a slew of interest rate hikes globally and recession worries. Data released on Tuesday morning showed the U.S. Consumer Confidence Index dropping to the lowest level since February 2021, with near-term expectations reaching their most pessimistic level in nearly a decade, driving markets across Asia down from Wednesday. The SDI on Wednesday opened down 0.3%, with bigger losses seen on the Hang Seng. That index sank 1.3%, 293 points, to 22,125 points in morning trade. The trading day closed with Asia mostly down. Oil prices gained for a fourth straight session midweek, with tight supply worries offsetting concerns about a weaker global economy. On Thursday, Singapore stocks opened slightly lower as Wall Street ended nearly flat after a turbulent trading session. The Straits Times Index lost 0.2% to 3,127 points at the open and slid 1.04% to close at 3,102 points. Today, Singapore stocks opened slightly higher. The Straits Times Index inched up 0.1% to 3,106 points. Eyes will also be on the Hang Seng Index, which has had a choppy trading week so far, as Carrie Lam makes way for John Lee. Today marks the halfway point in the 50-year arrangement, which allowed Hong Kong to keep its capitalist system. Here's Anita Gabriel, senior correspondent from the Business Times news desk, to give us deeper insights. June has wound down and investors must be eager to put the rough second quarter behind them. It's been a period riddled with worries as stubborn inflation intensified a push for faster rate hikes by central banks, clouding the outlook further for the global economy. Geopolitical tensions and the implications of Russia's invasion of Ukraine continue to weigh on sentiments. This week started out on an upbeat note as markets across Asia-Pacific 
including Singapore, posted strong gains, taking a cue from Wall Street's rally last Friday. But by midweek, the rebound ran out of steam, with most key indices hammered as panic set in due to persistent macro headwinds. MSCI's broadest index of Asia-Pacific shares has fallen 0.7% so far this week. Taiwan posted sharp falls which analysts attributed to a potential fading of the semiconductor cycle. The Australian market was weighed down by a sell-off in energy stocks as oil prices have pulled back from above $125 a barrel driven by fears that a recession could dent energy demand. First half 2022 saw the fastest rate hiking cycle in decades. Market turbulence, a war, and burgeoning inflation across the globe. Here's Lionel Lin, Director of Research at STX Securities, with a report card of first half 2022. Post the morning session, the STI looks to register a gain of around 1% for the past five sessions ending 30th of June. This rounds up STI to a 3.4% decline for the month of June amidst a challenging month for global equities markets. The STI is also flat for the first half of 2022, lower than the 10.1% price gains seen in the first half of 2021. The index is now around the 3,100 level as it looks to start the second half of the year under the backdrop of a very challenging macro environment. As the first half of the year concludes, we took a look at some of the outperformers in the Singapore market, and this is filtered by listed companies with a market cap of at least 300 million. Sing dollars, industrial stocks, including shipping, maritime and offshore, commodities and reopening plays featured amongst the list of outperformers. Going deeper into the top five outperformers, diversified mining and natural resources company Golden Energy and Resources was a beneficiary of rising coal prices and posted a 62.1% price gain. And this company is the top performing large cap stock in the Singapore market. Container shipping transportation provider Samudera Shipping Line benefited from higher freight rates globally and gained 55.3%. In 2021, the company posted a significant jump in net profit after tax to 130 million US compared to 7.3 million US dollars in 2020. Fraser's Hospitality Trust experienced business tailwinds from regional reopening. A wholly owned subsidiary of Fraser's property previously announced it will acquire all of the trust staple securities other than those held by TCC Group Investments. Fraser's property and subsidiaries at 70 cents sing dollars per share. IT and fintech services provider Silver Lake Axis gained 45.5%. Semcorp Industries gained 42.5% year to date and is the top performing STI constituent stock in the first half of this year. The company was a key beneficiary of rising prices in its conventional energy segment while its sustainable solutions business has also seen some key developments recently. Some of the relative underperformers in the market in the first half of this year include manufacturing firms and some REITs with pure overseas assets. 
Wall Street is closing in on a bumpy week as the notion that central banks, given their priority to fight inflation, will tighten economies into a recession. Remarks by U.S. Central Bank Chief Jerome Powell and Eurozone's Christine Lagarde at the ECB Forum in Portugal this week further hinted towards that. European stocks fell sharply on the back of such hawkish remarks. The energy crisis unfolding in Europe's industrial powerhouse Germany has compounded the global energy dilemma and raised worries over a global contagion risk. Note that this week also marked the month-end, quarter-end and half-year-end as institutional investors rebalanced their portfolios. That may be one reason to not read too much into this week's sharp swings. The Straits Times Index opened the trading week on Monday, June 27, up 0.6%. But by the midweek, those good vibrations had fizzled. Lionel, what is your read? Looking at this week, we see some notable news impacting the Singapore market. According to Singapore Tourism Board data, May hotel revenue in Singapore is up for the fourth straight month to $231.7 million on the back of a strong rebound in international visitors. Visitors' arrival into Singapore also climbed to over 418,000 in May, up 41.8% month-on-month, while revenue per available room and occupancy rates locally also saw an uplift. Amidst the rate hike environment, street analysts are also focusing on MAS half-yearly policy review in October as rising prices continue to impact the market. More news flows on mortgage loans locally has come through as DBS raised its fixed home loans to 2.75% per annum. An international professional services firm's recent IPO report stated that Singapore SPACs drove the local IPO market here to its busiest first half in five years. A global real estate company's report stated grade A office rents in Singapore CBD will likely continue its steady upward momentum for the fifth straight quarter in the second quarter of this year. The rents will likely reach a level just 0.6% shy of the pre-pandemic peak of 10.81 Sing dollars per square foot per month in 4Q19. Good class bungalow sales in Singapore in the second quarter so far is that around less than one-third of the 31 transactions worth $900 million in the corresponding period last year, mainly due to widening buyer-seller price gap and a weak macro environment. The final trading week of the year's first half had one big surprise, China. In a major shift of its stringent pandemic restrictions, China loosened its quarantine rules for inbound travellers. In addition, the latest data showed activity in China's manufacturing and services sectors in June expanded for the first time in four months. This signaled that the much-anticipated consumer-led recovery was gaining traction in the world's second-biggest economy. But lockdown risks still loom after President Xi reiterated recently that China's zero-Covid policy was not going away. Chinese stocks, one of the outperformers in global markets in no small part owing to Beijing's supportive policy push, rallied this week. Still to come, It was another week of notable news, both locally and internationally, for investors to pass through as they also start to consider their positions for the second half of the year. We take a closer look with Anita Gabriel and Lionel Lin.
Find us on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or via the Google Voice Assistant and Amazon Alexa-enabled devices. And now back to our podcast episode. Singapore's factory output in May grew 13.8% year-on-year, up from a 6.4% growth in April. And we're ahead of analysts' expectations of a 5.5% gain, with the surge of semiconductor production a key driver. However, China's May industrial profits slumped again, despite easing COVID-19 curbs. For investors, this might signal continued caution. Lionel, from a company perspective, what news might be of interest to investors? UOB priced a 4.25%, million Sing dollars per petrol capital securities, which will be first callable in 2027. This is issued under the bank's 30 billion US dollar global medium term note program, and the bank expects it to qualify as additional tier one capital. Food manufacturer Del Monte April quarter's earnings grew 37.8% year-on-year thanks to stronger sales growth across major segments in the US and higher exports of premium fresh pineapples. Capital Electric and a Laos state-owned enterprise have inked an initial two-year power purchase agreement, pioneering a cross-border power trade of renewable energy into Singapore. Construction and engineering firm Lianbing's 60% owned United Tech Construction has just secured a new construction project, bringing the group's order book in Singapore to approximately $1.8 billion. The macro docket was heavy with a mixed outcome. Some key highlights included Japan's industrial production in May, which recorded its biggest decline in two years as it was hit hard by supply constraints and weaker demand as a result of China's lockdowns. But there may be upside for Japanese equities on the back of a further opening of international borders and another round of stimulus after summer. Manufacturing production and all industry activity in South Korea for May rebounded, although sentiments are gloomy given lower household purchasing power owing to rising interest rates and inflation. The US released a slew of data, including figures that revealed the economy shrank 1.6% in the first quarter, slightly more than earlier estimates. However, consumer spending and business investment The two biggest pillars of the world's largest economy rose, indicating that the U.S. was still expanding at a modest pace. After a recent sell-off, oil prices have mostly rallied this week. Higher energy demand, given China's easing of COVID-19 curbs, and the move by the oil cartel and allies this week to stick to their planned oil output, provided price support for the commodity. But mounting risks over recession could spoil the party for oil bulls. First half 2022, as you've said before, Anita, did start with a great deal of anticipation and enthusiasm. The world was opening up and lifting travel restrictions. But inflationary pressures and uncertainty have become key drivers. Are we carrying these worries into the next week? Macro events will continue to have a huge bearing on Asian markets in the coming week, with analysts expecting the global risk-off mood to persist. In other words, same fears, different week. Join us next week as we look at how markets here and across the globe performed in the first week of second half 2022. This has been Market Focus from the Business Times. I'm Clarissa Montero. 
with Lionel Lin, Director of Research at SGX Securities, and Anita Gabriel from the Business Times News Desk. That was a podcast by the Business Times. Send your feedback to podcast at sph.com.sg. Find us on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or via the Google Voice Assistant and Amazon Alexa-enabled devices. For more podcasts by The Straits Times, The Business Times, and Money FM 89.3, you can also download the audio by SPH app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Do note, all analyses, opinions, recommendations, and other information in this podcast are for your general information only. You should not rely on them in making any decision. Please consult a fully qualified financial advisor or professional expert for independent advice and verification. To the fullest extent permitted by law, SPH Media shall not be liable for any loss arising from the use of or reliance on any analyses, opinions, recommendations, and other information in this podcast. SPH Media accepts no responsibility or liability whatsoever that may result or arise from the products, services, or information of any third parties.